Greetings and welcome to season two, episode 34 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Niema. And yesterday was 2-22-2022. And it is a rare occasion that many of us are only going to see once in our lifetime that type of configuration of numbers. And so it's a magical energy. And so in keeping with that theme of twos, today we're talking about hindsight. And is hindsight really 2020? Do we really have 2020 vision when we're looking in hindsight? Well, that depends. Let's talk about it. Stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. Have you been doing the same thing and hoping for different results? Have you been looking to add more variety to your current eating habits? Are you ready for transformation from the inside out? Then the 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program is for you. Learn how to stop dieting and start eating to live. You can find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com or contact us at 619-752-0462. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Niema, and on today's episode, we're talking about hindsight and we're talking about 2020 vision and you know when we talk about this idea of reflection and um, having hindsight I was having an interesting conversation with a friend of mine recently and we were talking about the fact that while we tend to think that looking back gives us clarity automatically that's not always the case and here's why There is a thing called negative bias where we don't necessarily um, see the situation as it happened factually and in particular our role in our past experiences. And so we may tend to be hard on ourselves and discount all of the good things that we've done or all of the good memories that we've created and all of the knowledge that we may have gained. And there's also um, a tendency to romanticize where maybe we put a more positive spin on things than they actually were to give them different meaning. But at the end of the day, what ends up happening in both situations is looking back at a situation and putting a value judgment on whether or not something was good or bad. And so today we're talking about, well, what if we reframe how we look back and what if we set a new intention when it comes to looking back? And this is so, so relevant for me at this particular moment in time, especially because I am in a book club with um, several friends and 
we are currently reading We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. And I talked about this on a prior episode that she's talking in one particular chapter about the idea of imposter syndrome and how sometimes we don't feel like we are equipped or we are the ones to step forward or that we can be bold or courageous or you know whether or not we have a right even to be seen or to throw our hat in the ring to do something different and so one of the things that as i mentioned before with the negative bias is that we may have a tendency to minimize our experiences and so if we didn't do something quote unquote perfectly we fail to recognize the good or even the excellent, because we're so busy focusing on and criticizing that one piece that we perceive to be imperfect, right? And so I am in several um, business coaching programs, and it always amazes me. And, And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this from a standpoint of being braggadocious. I'm saying this from the standpoint of someone who has some seasoning in this life, somebody who has chronology on my side, someone who has lived and as someone who has experimented, as someone who has tried things, who has given myself permission to follow my interests, to pursue my interests. And so it always baffles and astounds me when the question comes up, as we're assessing what things a person can do to develop into a business or to pursue, or what is your passion, when people say they're not good at anything. Really? You're not good at anything? And it's a, and it's really difficult for me to believe that, especially because of the fact that I know in my heart of hearts that God has given everybody some type of gift, some type of talent, everybody. And so therefore, (laughs) how is it that certain individuals don't see that they have a gift or a talent? But really what it comes down to, it's not that the person doesn't see it. It's that sometimes we deny it. We're in denial of our gifts. We are minimizing our gifts. And that could be something that we're doing as a self-protective mechanism. It could be something that we're doing because of past criticism or trauma around our gift or talent. If maybe we attempted to do something as a beginner with our raw, undeveloped talent. And if it was met with criticism or if it was met with anything other than positive response, you know, we may shrink back and hide it. And that is something that I can definitely relate to because I can say from my past experiences that I've developed and had over time and undone a lot of my own self-doubts as it relates to my talents and my gifts. So I can 
I can relate. So you are not alone if that is your experience. But also, and, and tying this into the discussion that I've been having regarding the four agreements, and if you have not heard those episodes, in particular, the ones that I've done about be impeccable with your word and the subsequent episode that I did with Rukia Michelle, <laughs> do yourself a favor and go back and listen to those episodes on the four agreements starting around episode 30. But nonetheless, we, if we take on the agreement that is based on someone else's opinion, not necessarily fact, but if we take that on as an agreement and then live our life based on this agreement, based on this idea, this assumption, this belief that our gift is not good enough, our talent is not good enough, or that we don't have skills, then we're doing ourselves a grave disservice. And it's time to be honest with ourselves, to see ourselves the way that God sees us so that we can begin to develop and to use and to share these gifts which we've been given, which are not meant for us to keep to ourselves. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about hindsight and we're going to talk about insight. Stay tuned. And welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about the chapter in Rachel Rogers' book where she talks about imposter syndrome. And she's talking about it in the context of The Big Leap, the book by Gay Hendricks. And she's talking about it from the standpoint of people's zone of excellence, people's zone of genius, people's zone of incompetence, and how basically we all have these natural innate gifts, which are the things that are, um, if we tap into it, especially our zone of genius. And so one of the things that she talks about when it comes to um, tapping into our aptitudes and our abilities and our skills and um, really pursuing a life that is um, aligned is tracking. So she mentions one of her clients that actually tracks her results so that she has the receipts basically to be able to show that she has had certain successes or met certain metrics in these various areas. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, sometimes getting back to the idea that people say, when you ask them, they don't know what they're good at or even what they're passionate about. But sometimes I think that is sort of a, um, a fear-based thing of not wanting to say it out loud to other people. And as I've talked about in recent episodes here about being honest with ourselves and being honest with others about what it is that we actually want, sometimes we say we don't know when the answer is, I'm afraid to tell you what it is 
for fear that you would judge me. And so that has a lot more to do with our perception, but also our projection onto others about what we think they would say. And this ties into the third agreement about don't make assumptions. The third of the four agreements, don't make assumptions. And (laughs) we oftentimes do make assumptions, not based in fact, but based in um, guessing, imagination, conjecture, speculation. And these are not based on fact. And so, as I mentioned before the break, I wanted to dive into this whole idea of hindsight because as I mentioned in the beginning, we tend to think that hindsight is 2020, but I want to get into some nuance here. And so as I was preparing for this episode, I did my little word nerd thing, which I often do because I just love language and I love developing my own um, knowledge. And so as I'm sharing with you all, and as I'm teaching as a coach, I'm also learning. And for anyone who teaches, you know that when you teach, you learn. And so when I looked at the definition of hindsight, we all have our ideas about what we think hindsight is, but I wanted to just dive into this definition a little bit. And so there are a couple of things. And one is hindsight is perception of the nature of an event after it has happened or the ability to understand an event or situation only after it has happened, why or how it was done and how it might have been done better. And so (laughs) when you think about that and the idea of that things have to happen in order for us to actually know the nature of it or to understand a situation only after it has happened, it brings me back to this whole idea of projection and speculation. <clears throat> and, <laughs> you know, there's a saying, success leaves clues. And so when we're thinking about what we've done before or what we may be good at, there are clues and we can ask people who know us or you can even um, ask yourself, well, what do people come to me for? What do people um, seem to come to me for as far as a degree of expertise or even just holding space or whatever the case may be. What did it, What is it people come to you for? Maybe you're like the best cupcake baker that everyone knows. Maybe you're the best um, illustrator. Maybe you are the best at um, seeing both sides of a situation, at mediating, at problem solving. Maybe you're really good with your hands. Maybe you're really good at crafts. Maybe you're a really good listener. There are so many things that you can be good at. Maybe you're really good at singing or dancing. Um, Maybe you're really good at writing. So there are all kinds of things. Maybe you're really good at 
engaging children um, and keeping them entertained. There are, again, an endless number of things that you might be good at. And so the thing is just to allow yourself to see possibility. And so as we think about, um, again, the idea of looking back, it is so important to do so from the standpoint of being non-judgmental and from the standpoint of having grace. And so one of the things that I did when I looked at the word hindsight was I also looked at the word insight. And insight is the capacity to gain an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or thing. And that really struck me because when we gain an intuitive understanding of a person or thing, then we're tapping into our inner knowing. Then we're tapping into that deep knowledge, not the part that is clouded by our human and our egoic biases and um, <laughs> criticism and all of the things that the ego brings, all of the you know negative emotion and guilt and shame and regret and all those things that the ego can bring with it, but instead seeing as God sees because we're tapping into our intuition and our intuition is always correct. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about ways to make sure and to reframe that we are using our hindsight to gain insight. Stay tuned. Tune in to you and make 2022 your year of healthy living with the 30 Days to Healthy Living program. Using this holistic program, you'll create a foundation for a healthy lifestyle, regardless of your current lifestyle. For more info, click the link in the show notes. And welcome back. So before the break, I dropped a bomb on y'all. <laughs> and I said that now we want to reframe to make sure that we're using our hindsight to gain insight. And I'm reminded of the character, if you've ever seen Captain Hindsight. And it's it's a comedic thing where it's like so obvious, right? That someone should have made a different choice or could have made a different choice. And you've probably heard the expression before, Monday morning quarterback, right? Well, what is the tendency of Captain Insight and the Monday morning quarterback is to should on people. And so as we take a look 
back and use our hindsight. Let us not fall into the trap of shooting on ourselves. Yes, shooting, S-H-O-U-L-D-I-N-G, shooting on ourselves. Instead, let's not look back and say, I should have done this, I could have done that, I would have done that. Not shoulda, coulda, woulda. Instead, let's give ourselves grace. Let's give ourselves the grace to know that we did our best at the time that we were going through the experience. We did the best that we knew how to do at that time. And if we didn't, then let's forgive ourselves. If we know, if we have regret that we didn't do our best at a particular time, let's look at ourselves lovingly and say, okay, well, if I'm presented with the situation again, I know that I can choose a different path the next time. Because guess what, y'all? Especially when the, the big lessons of our lives come along, more often than not, they don't come just once. More often than not, they come multiple times until we choose a different path. <laughs> and then we graduate. And so as we think about ways to have that insight, which again, I will remind you, it's the capacity to gain an accurate and deep intuitive understanding of a person or thing. And I will even say situation. If we're wanting an intuitive knowledge, if we're wanting that really deep, accurate knowledge, then we want to make sure that our 2020 vision is clear. And so how we can do that is to see our past experiences through the lens of gratitude. Instead of shooting on ourselves, let's be grateful for the lesson, the difficulty and the easy lessons. Let's be grateful because all of those things, it's the cumulative effects and experiences, all of those things make you who you are. Let's also make sure that when we're looking back, that we're being factual. Check your receipts. What are the fruits that you have harvested based on your past experiences based on your past choices? What fruit do you have? What evidence do you have? And so as we think about being more clear, as we think about being that loving person who is the highest authority for our own lives. Let us look back 
objectively seeking to just recognize everything as a lesson. Everything. And that might be hard to to do at times. I'm not going to lie. You know, sometimes I think about choices and things that, that replay over in my head. And um, even to this day, and, you know, we think about, well, what would have happened? Could it have been different? Would my life be on a whole other trajectory if I had made this other choice? And sometimes we see that we could indeed be on a path that is even more fulfilling or more joy-filled if we had chosen a different route. And so if you listen to um, the last episode of this podcast, episode 33, where I'm talking about taking a stand for the end and how we sometimes have made choices that are the quote unquote safe choice. And I'm talking about the recent interview that Brene Brown did with um, Daniel Pink, and he's talking about regret. And of course, Brene Brown talks all about shame. And so you put shame and regret together. And the study that he did was all about these different categories that people had regrets in. And the biggest regret that people often had was around not making courageous choices, not making bold choices. And, you know, sometimes as time goes on in life and as we uh, get more seasoned or get older, we may become more risk averse. But then there are others of us who get to a point where we're like, F it. If not now, when? And, you know, not to be morbid or anything, but, you know, (laughs) when we think about, well, how much time do we actually have? None of us knows, but we might as well live today. We might as well allow ourselves to live today. I mean, what's stopping you? Why not? And I'm not just saying that to you. I'm saying that to me too. And so let's use our hindsight and let's use our hindsight to gain insight and then indeed we can have 2020 vision because we can take that knowledge of self that knowledge of our true self and embracing all parts of ourselves the light and the dark the shadow and the star if you will we can embrace all of those parts of ourself. And with that knowledge, we can navigate through this life, this three-dimensional existence. We can navigate and we can tap into our gifts, our zone of genius, and we can share those gifts with the world. And that's what we're here for. We're here to share. We're here to experience. So thank you for listening. Wow. 
What another amazing episode. And again, I want to remind us all that one of the wonderful things that we can do with using our hindsight and our insight is to look at things that are serving us or not and to decide which of those things to keep and to add on to and which of those things to let go of. At the end of the day, we want to make sure that what we are allowing into our atmosphere is actually things that are serving our highest good. And so that being said, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope it's given you something to think about. I hope you've had a nugget or two or a gem or two of insight of your own. And so here are some things that I would like to share with you as far as takeaways. Number one, let's reframe. Let's reframe hindsight so that we can gain insight. Let's be gentle with ourselves and have grace. Number two, see yourself the way that God sees you and recognize that you do have innate gifts and talents that are unique to you. So develop them and shine your light. Number three, let's make sure that when we're using our hindsight, that we are not falling into negative bias or romanticizing, but instead we're actually looking at our fruit and seeing what the facts are and how we can tap into all of our knowledge, our skills, our abilities. And most importantly, let's have gratitude for all of our lessons. So again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to share with y'all some exciting news that beginning on Monday, February the 28th, I am hosting a free three-day plant-based wellness workshop live on Zoom. It's at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time. You can find a link to register in the show notes, but basically we'll be talking about the benefits of living a plant-based lifestyle. We'll be talking about the importance of harmonizing our mind-body-spirit connection. And if y'all know me, you know that is something that is near and dear to my heart. And we'll be talking about how you can eat plant-based on a budget and how you can navigate, for example, if you're the only one in your family who happens to be plant-based or if you have picky children. And so we'll be talking about a lot of things related to beginning or sustaining a plant-based lifestyle. And I would love to have you join me. So again, the link to register is in the show notes. And that's beginning on Monday, February the 28th. And I also recently recorded a free guided I Am Affirmations, which you can download simply by subscribing to my mailing list. 
Now, I do not like spam, y'all, so I will not spam you. I will use your email only to communicate um, special events or things that I think would be relevant to you or interesting or things that I think you'll find value in. So again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you've enjoyed this episode, do me a favor, share it with your family, your friends, your loved ones. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the podcast. You can also leave a positive review and you can share a screenshot of the podcast and tag me on my Instagram. It's Nayama underscore sings. And I will be more than happy to give you a shout out on your social media as well. And you can become a monthly supporter at any amount that feels aligned to you. And so I know that you have many, many choices when it comes to your podcast listening and your time and attention. And so I thank you for lending your ear and your time and attention and energy to this podcast on this day. So as always, I wish you peace and love and have a beautiful and blessed day.